When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. I keep on fucking around with him. I'm like, he'll, he'll say stupid shit. I'm like, don't talk to me. I'm famous. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just completely like, I'll mess with him. He's like, oh my God, you were on one podcast. Stop it. I'm like, I, I just love bothering him with it because he gets like heated from it. I'm like, shut up. Yo, would you ever want to be that famous though? Because that's like, I don't know, man. Because I, I always bring, I've brought this up to people and because we've talked about like getting rich and like being famous and all this. I'm like, I don't want to be famous to a point where people are bothering my day to day life, you know? Yeah. Like it gets to the point where it's like, I still like, I've always been a person that's kind of like just chilling at home. I'll have friends over, do all this shit, but I don't want to be the center of attention. Because ima- imagine you're like Justin Bieber level. You can't even, can't even go for a walk. Yeah, where bro. you saw the video where people are like posted outside his house after yeah. he went out and they're like, he's like, have you been here all night? And then they're like, yeah, we've been here. It's like, this is my home. That's like, sad, bro. It, it, it's it's fucked. Like, I don't even know what I would do at that point. Because it's almost to a point where it's like, what can you do that's not on camera? Yeah, but you that, that's what, what you trade, right? You trade, like, your life for success. But what comes with it is the fame. You know what yeah. I mean? But then you have all these other celebrities that do... Well, not even celebrities. All these are millionaires that do stuff that people don't know of that are kind of, like, under Yeah, the that's true. That's true. Deal. Like, owners of, bi- like, these huge businesses and stuff. Like, you don't see their face. You don't, you don't yeah. see their face. But if they say what they do, you're like, oh, why have I... That's, never, that's like, better though because you're like you're the boss that. boss but yeah. you, people won't recognize you on the street you're just making you're making money at home at that point yeah because at the same time then you become like a target too like people catch you on the street they have like, their own drawbacks for everything like if you're a big businessman and people know you they're coming at you for business purposes outside of it whereas yeah, you just have exactly. like fans running into you and it's like a little bit different of a sense it's mm-hmm. like do you want to be almost harassed by like business people or do you want to just have people like oh my god I love your videos I love your singing I love what you do kind of deal it's yeah yeah yeah. it's it's a mix and then and then you have to deal with like people that think they know you you know what i'm talking about yes yes bro or like acquaintances that showed up before and then they see you with all the success or something and they're like yo 
can can you like give me a shout out? Can you like you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. It's like the people that it's the people that think they deserve something from you almost in yeah. a sense too. It's like you, you had this guy in high school. Maybe you copy notes from him or something. Like you, you were chilling, and then he sees you now, and he sees you with like whatever you've developed or whatever career you've posted, and you've blown up to this big thing. And then they're like, "Oh, you remember me? Remember the stuff mm -hmm. I did for you?" And it's like, bro, you didn't help me with this though. Like that's different. Yeah. Yo, like, how how much do you think is too much? Like how much success do you think is too much success, or is that even a thing? I think it's to the point where you don't know what to do with yourself anymore. When you've officially lost the idea of like mm -hmm. what you want to do with what you're doing in your like life, when yeah. you're like spending millions of dollars going away and stuff and then it's like you don't feel anything anymore i think that's that's too much i don't care too much about the fans or the publicity and all that i think it's more or less when you've lost your motive to kind of like do anything yeah when you don't have like a sense of direction yeah no more, like, like right? you're, you're like i have all this what now yeah kind of deal I, but that's also kind of a mindset thing because mm -hmm. there's always stuff you can do more whether you're making millions of dollars already yeah for sure you can always, always stuff you can change and do more depending so on on your personality like it, it your depends creativity. on the person too mm -hmm. like it's kind of a mix of both worlds like you can't just have one person who's a billionaire who's literally think of new ways to make money or new ways to invest and then you have this other billionaire who's sitting on the couch at home thinking about like what like mm -hmm. i have it what do i do now you know you know what's crazy like the concept of followers and an influencer has been has been present in history throughout thousands and thousands of years look at jesus Jesus yeah. is the first he, he, he's, he's literally the first, the first celebrity <laughs> he's the first rock star exactly like no cap he's it, literally a rock star the it, first one it's weird to think of it like that because you look back and it's like there's all these celebrities in a mm -hmm. sense but that's not what they were called yeah like like it's all these famous people that weren't actually considered celebrities of their time it's just more or less big people who have done impactful just things so we can, yeah who we look back at now and like he's kind of a celebrity he's an influencer mm -hmm. and it's kind of it's weird to think about it's like all these people who didn't actually know the potential they had to do things yeah, almost well, in a sense whether you were like a king or whether you were just like for example like a someone that preached mm -hmm. someone that had like a motive behind them and that everybody joined them their followers it, that that movement is still present in like today's society oh, with, with just like influencers celebrities 100%. idols things like I that i almost look at the romans as like influencers like they were way ahead of their time in a sense and forced everyone to follow them like they had running water they had this drainage system mm. they had all these different things and it's almost like they were doing stuff way ahead of their time they were almost like celebrities of their era like this Where? whole population you know what though they were like conquerors though but yeah they they were kind of they were kind of conquerors they they had like this power they had this king power mm -hmm. essentially of the world but at the same time they had this technology that no one's ever seen before too it's like if you're traveling and you come into rome it's probably like this it's probably like going to tokyo or something in a yeah sense now, no that's they have true all this kind of technology and you're like this is crazy and even their sports bro yeah. look at the the freaking the gladiators in the coliseum exactly. they had all these things that kind of revolutionized their time it's like wow yeah that, that's crazy they're literally putting people in pits with lions was freaking <laughs> yeah. tigers for bro entertainment it's yeah. crazy it's, it's like you, you try and do anything for entertainment now and people are like you're copying mm. like like you're doing you took this from this it's like uh, at this point it's so hard to create original ideas even yo you know what i have a kind of like a theory for that why they came up with such a like crazy situation with that coliseum you know what i mean okay, okay. so my theory is that the reason they came up with such a such a weird way of entertainment is because they have so much power. They have so much things they see all day. They're so rich. They, they, they're looking for that next level, that next level of like, blow my mind. You know what I mean? Because oh, okay. if you think about it, if you think about it during their time, 
a lot of the emperors, a lot of like the leaders, the kings, the queens, they seen it all, bro. They had brothels, they had everything, you know what I mean? They had all the food they ever wanted, they all the riches they ever wanted. Literally living their lives. How yeah. else How else do you like entertain satisfy yourself. them, entertain yeah. them, right? I mean, it's almost like now we're like everything's changing. You have sports changing, you have all this other stuff. And it's like they were just changing to continue with the times and try and mm-hmm. find new entertaining ways to like satisfy themselves. It's yeah. like they, they were doing all this other stuff. Why not? I'll watch some guy duke it out with a lion. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) They were that bored, fam. They were that bored. They they were at the point where they had so much power and money, they didn't know what to do anymore. Yeah. Because I think that's what happens with rich people. Like rich people, how do you satisfy somebody that's so wealthy? Somebody that has everything they could ever want. How do you like get them a gift, for example? Let's say you had a billionaire friend. What would you get him? (laughs) Honestly, the only thing I could think of is you get him something you done yourself. Exactly. You have to think of something outside of the box. Something that only you can do in a sense or something mm-hmm. that is actually meaningful because you can't get them you can't go spend a hundred dollars on what some ray-ban sunglasses yeah that's true. <laughs> they'll go go buy some burberry ones for mm-hmm. like double the price and be like thanks i guess yeah like it's not obviously there's different people like if you actually had a friend meaningful gifts matter but at the same time it's like they don't care about like money they, mm-hmm. they don't care about like materialistic things they would have to get something like that's built or designed for them who knows maybe you go out and you design like this nice little uh desk or something custom mm-hmm. built for them and like it's got all these little features that they like that you know of even nowadays like if if i'm buying you a gift i'm gonna buy you something that's more or less designed for something you're gonna enjoy so and would you say would you say money is the worst gift then would you say that well it depends if they really need it though yeah it depends if they it, really need it it all depends because like you all obviously everyone has those relatives that just kind of yeah they just give money they like just give money because they don't know what to get you and that's mm-hmm. fair i'd rather get like what like 20 bucks rather than like the same socks i get every year you yeah know, kind of feeling it all depends on the person if i have a friend i'm expecting a gift mm-hmm. kind of more or less Obviously, I say that. I actually don't expect gifts from people. Let's be Yeah, clear. me either. I don't, I, I don't expect I, I don't nothing. expect you guys to get me something. But at the same time, it's like, if you're going to get me something, don't just get me something like, don't get me some like random like American Eagle like yeah, shirts yeah, yeah. or something. Get me something that is more meaningful in a sense to me. Get me something mm-hmm. that you know I'm going to enjoy. If they can pick something out that aligns with like my interests or something that I'm really like excited about, yeah. then it means so much more than just like getting something random, exactly. even if it was worth a lot of money. Like if, if you can pick something out that's 100%. like, yo, you knew I like that. You know what I mean? You know yeah, Nardwire? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, 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 know. <laughs> you know how Nardwar, he, he when he has his interviews, he like he gives them a gift, and then the rapper's like, "Yo, how you know about this?" <laughs> but, but, like when he um, Black Ink Gallery. Yeah. Like, have you seen, oh my God! When they when they looked around and went, "Whoa, how the? Yeah. How do you know about the Black Ink?" It's just all that stuff that like hits home. Like they're never gonna forget that interview. Mm-hmm. It's making an impact on what you're doing for the other person that matters. It's not just about like, okay, sure, you go buy someone a car, they're gonna yeah. remember that, of course. But that's for average people. When you're talking to celebrities or you're talking to someone who owns millions of dollars, it's like, mm-hmm. how do you impress them? It's got you got hit something with they don't know you know about. Yeah, exactly. So I I saw this interview with uh Madison Beer. I think okay. she was on a podcast. She said it herself, like the one guy that really stuck out to her in public, it was like a fan. He went up to her and said, I don't give a shit about what you do, anything you say, but I really love the fact that you watch Rick and Morty and you're a fan of this comedian. And then she was like, that's the nicest thing I've ever heard from anybody. And if you think about it, it's like he pushed aside all of the 
oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, you're so famous, blah, blah, blah. She doesn't care about that. She cares about what's on the inside, what her interests are. It's again, and it's not about kind of like this whole like fan thing of like what you do and kind of who you are online. It's mm-hmm. about knowing the actual person. Like if you're a fan and you get to know the person and their actual hobbies rather than just what they do, they're yeah. going to notice you more than any- you go to a concert and you have a sign going to like, I don't know, Lil Tech or something. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, you know this specific thing about what he loves as a kid and grown up love doing and you mm-hmm. have a sign with that he's gonna notice that sign rather You're than gonna stick some, out rather than some person holding a sign saying we love you Tekka like mm-hmm. the, the signature thing he's gonna notice that one sign go and he's probably gonna point you out in all honesty because they don't expect that yeah they expect the normal what they're known for kind of deal not what they're not known for exactly so i feel like anytime you meet someone really famous or a celebrity or someone with a lot of power a lot of influence a lot of people know about you gotta hit them with something like as if they're just your peer because if yeah, you treat yeah. them just like you're another fan they're gonna treat you just like another fan exactly and that goes hand in hand with even just dating girls like if you treat a girl and put her on a pedestal she's not gonna give you the time of day you know hey, what i mean if you're talking to someone like anyone bigger than that or someone that thinks they're full of themselves it's going to be like that regardless for mm-hmm. anyone you're talking to a girl you're talking to a guy you're talking to a celebrity if you're putting them on a pedestal where they already think they belong mm. they're not gonna they're just gonna think of you as another person in they just sense. throw you to the side bro you gotta kind of treat it like they're on the same level and you guys can connect because if mm-hmm. you treat someone on a pedestal you're already putting them above you and what do you have to connect to someone that's above you they're not gonna give point? you no respect you're not gonna be treated the same way as if you guys were on the same level yeah if you're on the same level, you guys can talk to each other perfectly fine. So if you treat someone that you meet as the same level as you without worrying about it and just doing your own thing and doing yourself, you're going to get more attention that way. Yeah, that's, that's so honestly true. one thing I always try and do whenever I go out. It's like mm-hmm. whether I'm going out with my friends or we're, we're going out to like the club or something. Um, Obviously not anymore. Selena, I know you're watching. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> girl. But one thing that happens is you have to be you and treat everyone just like normal. You have to treat everyone like a friend. I go out to the club. I go out for New Year's example for everything was locked down i'm making friends at the washroom like, yeah bro like just i'm already like i've been drinking the whole time i'm making friends at the washroom just having conversations they're saying nice sue i'm talking mm-hmm. about their day what they do selena comes running down the stairs she's like where have you been i'm like oh <laughs> this is my friend i don't remember <laughs> just made friends now. i don't remember the guy whatsoever but yeah. i just remember making friends with him and him liking my suit and we just started talking it's like you got to treat everyone the same and it's gonna be better for you i find i started doing that especially later on in high school and i found mm-hmm. i just start connecting with way more people Marshall, for example. Yeah. I was, do you remember grade 11 lunch? Yeah, yeah I remember. In, I remember. In the bus, mm. in, the, in Marshall's bus. Yeah. We, we all packed up into <laughs> one little like minivan. <laughs> Because <laughs> we would go out for lunch, right? And we would have to drive to the Wendy's. That's like the only like spot the we could go to. The only good spot. The really, only good spot. We, there's a little plaza close by that. We all got sick of the food in there, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's like, you go there, everyone goes there. It's fine. We want to go to something different. Yeah, so we all fucking <laughs> packed into one van. I think we had like, I think we had like 10 vans in one something, van at one something, point. Something dumb like that. But <laughs> I remember at first, um, we're good friends now. Like me and Marshall, I love mm-hmm. the guy. We're good friends now. Uh, but at first, I was kind of like nervous to talk to him in a sense because I knew like he was one of the hockey guys he talked to a bunch of other people and i was like eh, i don't know if i'll get along with him i started mm. talking to him we had so many things in common that we liked i'm like why was i nervous yeah you just gotta deal? open that book and, and, you know and so once i like opened up i was like i'm just gonna do me and if people don't like me people don't like me if people yeah. like me they like me 
and I just started connecting with all these different type of people. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's like, you just got to be yourself and you will find people. Exactly. Because honestly, you know, you never know the next person you might meet might be your soulmate. It might be someone it, like you'll keep around the rest of your life. Exactly. Like it just so happens you had a good conversation with one person and then they can make an impact on, on your life. Like you'll see them later on. I mean, and you don't know when that person is like, for example, you just walk down the street, you see somebody new, somebody mm-hmm. random. Who knows? You never know who. Maybe I'm going to run into the guy from the club at New Year's. He's going to be a millionaire. He's yeah. going, I remember you. It's exactly. like, it's, it's just one of those things. It's like life always comes around full circle. You're nice to one person. Something's going to happen, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's a year from now, two years from now, however long down the future, something will like it's karma. Mm-hmm. I always think about it like this. I think life is kind of a game of odds. If you, if you really take it in the odds, you were born. I mean, the odds you're placed on a certain country, the odds you're placed in a school, the odds you, you went to, into this hobby and then found these people there. It's all a game of odds. I honestly, what even like now I always think about, it, it's like, how did I manage to get like put into the situation? I am, I could have been born in like South Korea or something mm-hmm. and had a completely different life, been a completely different person but i'm the person i am today and it's like it's so weird to think about there are so many people born in a day it's like you got this light yeah hey, who knows maybe if something else happened i would have been a completely different person it's like because what happened is my grandparents moved here from portugal mm-hmm. like my grandmother moved here without hearing a word from my grandfather yeah like for multiple years no words they exchanged letters every like who knows how long that mm. came in toronto to portugal in whatever like 1950s or something that's gonna there's no technology back then you couldn't you like ain't, FaceTime you, ain't and you ain't doing any of that yeah. it's like they stayed together through all that and then once he came over there they got married and mm. it was that was it and then like what if that never happened i wouldn't be here yeah. like there's all these different variables that you think about it's like that could change your life but it all happened for a reason it's yeah like- i truly believe like everything every single thing happens for a reason even just so happens like let's say oh i want to go to the store today the fact that you you said to yourself i want to go to the store today could have been a different thought but you decided to go to the store and those people that showed up to the store there they all had their own thought their own consciousness to bring them to that spot too Mm. put all those people into a position where they're together that's why i think about it all the time when i'm on airplane i'm like damn all of these people on the airplane come from different families come from different countries different plans are gonna do i mean they're going to a different destination different different family they're gonna see you know what i mean yeah and it's crazy they all get put into the same spot and shit maybe sometimes you just want to go talk to them see what what it's like and then you get to meet new people and mm-hmm. see their path of life see how they move and bro when everything comes together like that it's like you you really see like how how vast our world is uh, that reminds me of like all the times like you go on, one of the things is you go on vacation almost anywhere like you go on like a you go to an all-inclusive resort or something mm-hmm. and you're going there i guarantee you you will meet someone else from toronto yeah at any resort and it just happens like it just happens randomly you're playing volleyball on the beach or something or you're chilling on the beach you meet these guys you meet these girls or whatever mm-hmm. and you talk to them and they're like oh yeah we're from toronto and you go how does this always happen like every single time yeah. you meet these people that are all from the same area and it's like it's almost not like not expected even though you know it's gonna happen because mm-hmm. for some reason everyone in toronto goes to the same resorts apparently yeah like, you know I, I think it i think it depends on the way you see the world too it's like do you think of it as a huge world or you think about it as a small yeah, world yeah right well what's your perspective I honestly, I find it to be a small world, but for some reason, I still always get surprised when I run into people Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. everyone, everyone has similar thoughts and does similar things. And when you make, I think one of the things is though, when you make friends, you make people with similar hobbies and similar interests. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So it almost forces you to see them outside of like just regular meetings with them. And it Mm -hmm. makes you kind of like run into people more often. Say we go downtown, same time. We don't know we're going downtown. Mm -hmm. You and me are probably going to go both to the same resale stores 
Probably here. not. That's true. And we're going to run into each other. It's going to go, what the hell? Because if you think about it, people that have the same interests as you, you're more than likely to follow down that same path, just different times. Exactly. You and me, we're both going to go to Hotbox. Yeah. Guaranteed. We're, we're both, we're both going to go to the vintage stores. Exactly. You know I mean? we're, we're going to show up at the same stores. I'm going to go, what the hell? You're down here too? Yeah, kind of exactly. It's just, just going to happen. It's one of those things. It's like where you run into people, it's almost like it forces interactions that you don't expect. Yeah. Because you're all going to be doing kind of similar things mm -hmm. type of deal. So it almost makes the perspective of a small world too. So it's weird to think about, but mm. it, it happens. And it's like, or even like car meets, for example, you go to a car meet with yeah. someone who likes cars and then your other friends who like cars, they're probably going to be there. Exactly. And, yeah. and it's just going to happen. It's just the way it goes. Yo, I read this thing on Reddit, right? And it says Minecraft is a good metaphor of life. So think about it like this life, right? We don't have like a set purpose besides, okay. Our biological purpose mm -hmm. is to what is to produce, produce right? Yeah. Reproduce. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, we're born we don't have like a goal right away we choose our own goal our own path we want to take on in life but every single person that's born it's almost as if there's no meaning to your life unless you put meaning to it yeah. now look at the game of minecraft you go on there's one goal right like beat the ender dragon yeah. but if you think about it that's not that's not the true it, goal of minecraft it, that's just like an activity you yeah, can do it, it's just like a, a mission essentially exactly in the game. you have so many different options on mm. what you want to do in there so in this reddit thread people were saying in minecraft just like life it doesn't matter what you do even if you make your own goals as long as you're happy every single minute that passed in that game it was worth it i agree with that too oh my god as long as yeah. you're happy none of us were meant to do something exactly none of us are born and then like okay you have to do this mm -hmm. it's never like that we choose upon ourselves whether we're going to do something or not and depending on whether you're happy with what you're doing mm -hmm. matters the most right because if you're happy no matter if you played the game how long you played the game we're all going to die at one point if you were happy playing the game then you played it right and that man like that makes me think it's true because me and my <laughs> brother we have completely different play styles too mm -hmm. when we if me and my brother were to start a world like we used to play all the time when we were kids and i remember we'd go in and i would for when i was a kid i loved like just finding diamonds and mining and doing mm -hmm. all this stuff my brother loved to go and like build a house and create this like extravagant building and stuff mm -hmm. and that was his goal he didn't care about like we all have well, different paths it, it, Every, it, everybody's different, different. Mm -hmm. and, and it, that, it's just crazy to think like that because it yeah it made me happy mm -hmm. doing what i was doing in that game it made my brother happy to do what he was doing in that game it's like that's both legitimate ways to play the game and we're both having fun. and nobody's so wrong yeah nobody's wrong you can't say there's one specific way to play it mm -hmm. and everyone's choice is valid and how do you lose okay example a good way it's a metaphor is like how do you lose at minecraft you don't lose unless you don't have a good time yeah you lose if you give up exactly that's, that's all it is and that's just like life <laughs> If you take it in, it's yeah. just like life. It's the exact same. If, if you give up and you stop doing what you truly want to do in life, then you're losing. Then you're losing. You got to dream and do and your passion and have all these like mm -hmm. exciting moments and memories and create these things with your friends and do whatever you can. And you're enjoying life. If you're not enjoying life, you're not playing the game. Yeah. You're not winning. I wrote something in my journal, right? Yeah. This was like... This is this is when I had a really deep moment in the shower, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I'm done chasing money. I'm not chasing money anymore. I'd rather just be chasing my memories, mm -hmm. like memories I can hold." And I feel like that's so important because when you're on your deathbed, when you're in that moment of like, "This is it. It's my final moments." Yeah. 
What do you remember? You remember the good times. I mean, you don't remember the, oh yeah, I have all this money in my bank account. You're not looking at your bank account number. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're not looking at the numbers in your account. Fuck that shit. You think about the memories you made. You think about the friendships you had. You think about the family you spent time with, the places you explored, right? And bro, that's that's what means the most now is just creating memories, especially in times of like struggle, in, in times of like uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Like, like right now, 2020, 21, bro. It's kind of like uncertain times, feel me? The most important thing you can do is just make memories with the people you love, the people you care about, the people you want to see. It's definitely like, like right now it's like different. We had a whole year essentially of like not seeing anyone or not being able to do anything. So now it's like everyone wants to do all this stuff and have all these moments and Mm -hmm. rekindle friendships and do all this other stuff. It's like, that's kind of the purpose of what we're supposed to do right now. Like, like it's like when we went to, uh, it's like when we went to Yorkdale and we did all that stuff. Oh yeah, we did a hella shit in one day. We did the VR, we went shopping, we went to the, what's it called? The escape Escape room. room. (laughs) It was live. Like it was great. It was such a fun time. And it's one of those things where it's like, if you're doing stuff to do stuff and have fun with friends and it's just impulsive, it's one of the best times mm-hmm. you can have. Yeah. I honestly think, I still remember, I still remember when that head fell out of the oh, box. <laughs> In the escape room. <laughs> and everyone, and every, I remember chair jumping and grabbing like yeah, my yeah. or something. Yo, the, the escape room was so trippy. It was because like, the hallway matched the it, other it was hallway, so fam. Weird. I was so confused. It was so, so when you walk down a hallway, square. open the door, we're in a room. Open the next door, it looks like the exact same hallway. Bro, it my was mind was so like blown. Weird. I'm like, yo, I swear we just came yeah, out of it, there. It was so weird. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? It, like, it's are, a we trip. Miss- are we missing something? But man, though, like, we almost didn't make it out of that. Yeah, we, we had like two minutes or something when he told us. I'm like, oh my God. Yo, I love those though, bro. Because great. I think I think that year alone, I went to like five different escape it's rooms. It's so fun. I think it's a great way to like build on friendships too. Because mm-hmm. you guys are working together. You're doing stuff. You're having fun. And you guys have to work together. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If you're not working together, you're losing at that point because you're not getting out of that without cooperation. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo. And then I read this before is kind of like a, one of those dating articles and shit. Yeah, yeah. Bro, so if you ever want to make a memorable moment with your significant other go to something scary or some somewhere that makes them fearful for their life because that is when all the hormones all the emotions trigger at their peak and you're always gonna leave like you're gonna leave something to remember and i feel that when stressful stuff is happening you remember it but Mm -hmm. it depends if it's fun stressful stuff that creates good memories that you're going to remember because it's kind of almost like engraved into you in a sense exactly exactly if you if you have this moment where you are absolutely terrified for like something that's going to happen say you almost fail a test Mm -hmm. okay or you're you do an exam and you're like barely passing for example you're scraping Mm -hmm. the barrel and you write the exam and go home and you're like holy shit if i don't pass this this is gonna be bad and that's something that you're gonna remember you're gonna be like oh remember in grade nine yeah because your emotions are flooded and shit you know it's the same thing if it's a good stressful emotion like you are watching a horror movie or Mm -hmm. you're going to halloween haunt or you're doing a scary escape room type deal you're gonna remember that because it's it's almost engraving itself with uh the stress Mm -hmm. and it's just one of those things it's like it helps you build memories yo my my friend told me something like really he told me like if you really think about it every single thing the human race does is by fear of death we go and make medicine for what fear of death we go explore things for what so we can be safer somewhere else 
fear of death from the other place, right? We go and study. We study things, right? Fear of death of the unknown. I think that's why so many people are scared of the ocean too. Because mm -hmm. it's the fear of the unknown. We have what, 5% of our oceans not discovered? And so no, like people, way more than that. Pro I think probably. I think like 60, 70% is unknown. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh really? Is it Something 60? like that. Oh, well, no, I mean like 5% of our oh, oceans do are know. like, like do actually know. properly explored. Sorry, yeah. that, that was my bad on the wording. But it's like, and that's why so many people are like terrified because they're like, they don't know half the stuff that's in there. I'm not going swimming. Mm. I, I'm not jumping in the ocean. Are you crazy? There's going to be some fish that's going to eat me. And they're like, come on, so re like relax. No fish is going to eat you. Yo, yo, yo. But it's fair enough of a reason. <laughs> Fam, you know what? The world is mostly water, right? Yeah. What if the world is meant for them rather than us? Because we're just a small percentage uh, of the population then. Yeah, what if there's uh, more like aquatic life than there is land life? Is there? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there is. There's there has way to be. more stuff in the ocean. Because like, what if what if the ice caps are meant to melt mm. and it changes the world completely to like a water essentially world? Like what if the ice caps all melt, the temperature and everything rises or everything changes? Mm. And the oceans start overflowing cities and all this stuff. Yeah, and all this happens. And we either adapt somehow mm. and we create a way to survive or the oceans take over. Yo, and it goes lot. back to what's supposed to be, essentially. Yeah. A lot of people think the next world war is going to be about water, the lack of fresh water in the world. And yo, you know, Michael Burry. Mm -hmm. So he was the one that predicted the economic crash in 2008, I think. Um, the housing market crash, you yeah. know, the big short. So yeah, Michael we're, Burry. We're like, shit was like crazy he, like money was pinch on exactly everyone. he was the one that predicted that and he invested or he he shorted the housing market because he knew it was gonna crash and what the only thing he invests in now or like one thing he really invests a lot in is water which is crazy because if he predicted that which is also a little scary for us yeah that's Canada, a little bit scary we got like what mo the most like fresh water oh, yeah, canada has the Can most fresh the water most in the world fresh water in the world so like think about that Ugh, i don't want it. bro <laughs> i don't want that to be if, if, plate, if it's if the, the war we're gonna be at the heart of that shit exactly people are gonna be fighting in our country mm -hmm. that ain't gonna be good for us it's crazy bro Ugh. yo if you think of, okay do you think the world is overpopulated that's i think we're overpopulated in specific areas mm -hmm. i think like canada for example we have so much land that we could have in inhabited but we don't mm. we, we have such a big country look at china for example compared to us yeah what's their population at now it's something crazy. crazy it's crazy and look at the size of them compared to us yeah. it's where we're spread out across the globe that causes the overpopulation and the waste of food mm. it's a mix of those i don't think i think there's definitely space for everyone i just don't think we're using it correctly i remember seeing this study it was like we're gonna lose almost like 20 percent of our farms by 2050 and 20 percent is a lot that, that is a lot 20 percent is a lot of Food. A lot of food that's a lot of food if you if you take it into a, a mass scale right and bro so they're saying they think by that time we're gonna have even more people on this earth whether like we're gonna have more people on this earth unless something happens whether it be like a famine disease <laughs> the moment you said like unless something happens i'm like uh, yeah bro because yo, yo even in avengers bro uh, look 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 at avengers thanos's mission was like yo we don't have enough resources to uh, to make everybody happy so. he's gonna cut the population in half fam. that was thanos's plan oh my god it's crazy yo it, i i look at i look at marvel sometimes and like damn some of some of their themes goes a lot with just conspiracy theories or even just theories in general because for example that that theory of like the higher-ups the the yeah, government yeah, yeah, yeah. wants to decrease population so that we have more resources for the the less mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then there's 
other theories about how like oh um some people can shapeshift and then look at marvel there's people that can shapeshift now like the aliens oh my god and and the worst part is it's like a lot of their ideas aren't like obviously they're super villains like they're bad but at the same time it's like you can almost kind of understand most of them Mm -hmm. there are somewhere it's like they're just villains or whatever and then there there was another one with uh remember captain america winter soldier Mm -hmm. where hydra it was like illuminati or like the secret society that took over their sector the oh, government oh my god so like, like when he's uh when they go into the computer uh that's not winter soldier no no, no. yeah yeah, that was oh, wait, winter soldier. That, that, yeah when yeah. they go into the computer and then the, he's transformed into the computer i forget mm. the scientist's name it's like this is kind of weird this kind of feels like something that could happen yeah all of it's that like, shit could happen in it, a sense you know what i mean obviously the time error and stuff would be a little bit different but like that i feel like someone's intelligence probably could be put onto a computer at some point in time mm. like it's kind of yeah uh, and then the big one that's coming out is the multiverse shit bro the multiverse shit <laughs> bro marvel look if, if okay if if marvel's coming out with all these themes and then they end up like coming true aliens and i mean Mar- they, they play with all that stuff damn even the multiverse bro you know how like you know the mandela effect mm-hmm. and shit yeah, yeah so i read this thing before and they were talking about how scientists played with dark matter you know what dark matter is the isn't it like the heaviest object or something or something crazy like that too it's like it's, it's literally like a matter of it's, 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 it's unexplainable uh, yeah, it's like, unexplainable like, matter like, there, there's not really a word to use for it but mm-hmm. yeah yeah so somehow they found a way to replicate it and replicate like the black hole i mean and supposedly i don't know if this is true this like just may be like with shit that they should not be playing exactly with. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's their job though right their, their job yeah. is to like do the undiscoverable I feel bad for scientists because they gotta play with stuff that no one wants mm-hmm. to be touched. <laughs> yeah, bro so you never know what if like some shit goes wrong in changes our whole universe changes our whole reality what if they find a new clean power source from it though yeah you never know it's, right? well i mean like speaking of power sources like imagine the scientists touching the nuclear reactor first try Bro. like imagine that guy just trying to be like, you know this thing that creates bombs let's use its energy and exactly. see what happens it's like yeah, imagine the first time doing the, the it. First, they're like, they're like, uh, at this point, I don't even know if I'd wear any like protective stuff besides a radioactive gear. Because like, if it goes off, and like, you're fucked. Oh, you're fucked. There's no, there's like, no there's going nothing back. You're bro. doing after that. It's like where. How did, where did they even test that? I don't even know. I, 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 do? I'm so curious to like how they came up with that idea. It, it's crazy. It's like, why play with something so dangerous mm-hmm. that can end millions and millions of people's lives and be like, this is going to power our microwave. Mm. <laughs> Yo, you know, <laughs> the man that created the atomic bomb, you know what he said? Oh, he, he said he doesn't want it for war or something, right? No, like, no, he, no. He didn't say that. He Well, he said something along those lines. He said, I've become the destroyer of worlds he said that yeah, shit bro and it's, <laughs> and it's so dark like if you watch it it's so dark because it's so true imagine like how you'd feel after like you obviously you're trying to make a weapon but mm. at the same time like you i don't think anyone expected it to be used in like that sense probably obviously it stopped the war yeah. for obvious reasons no one wants another one of those going off the global war, like everyone's just like okay chill out uh, yeah like, nobody please, wants that yeah. shit again but like it, you think about it, it's like imagine like the toll that's gonna take on you mm. just knowing like he was the many, reason yeah he's the reason so many people like died and um, honestly unless you have a messed up mentality that would eat away at 
Like almost everyone. Yeah, bro. Honestly, like I get, I get it's war, and you're trying to like defend your like civilization and defend your people, but at the same time, it's like at what cost? Mm -hmm. You know what I I mean? There's a cost for everything. We were talking about that with the uh, billionaire and millionaire stuff. Like, there's a cost for everything you do. But then there's another side that people look at it is like, how many wars did that prevent? You know what I mean? And then then that's 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 a that's a valid argument because like because of that, they know okay, let's stop the war. They can only say that because they're not the guy who made its shoes. Yeah, that's true. Like, like this all comes back to the one guy or team, because I actually don't know, like, if it was a whole team yeah, or one yeah, person. Yeah. But it all comes back to that team, essentially, of who built it and, like, how they feel. Mm-hmm. Like, in all honesty, they probably wish they never invented it at some points in time. Like, some of the people on the team, they're probably just trying to defend their country. And now they look back at it. Yeah. Killed millions. And it's like... And honestly, when it comes to something that powerful, I feel like there's a loss of freedom somewhere there. Yeah, you know that's I mean? also true. Because it's like, okay, we have this y'all can't even with us anymore it's the same thing about like <laughs> the whole freedom during world war ii yeah the american soldiers they just got they just got drafted they're like you're coming mm-hmm. and like what no what no think? it was voluntary though not for some people i'm pretty sure a lot of people just got drafted in world oh war really II. yeah oh, i'm pretty shit. sure some people didn't even really have a choice because the, the war got so big at one point i'm pretty sure most people well not most people i'm sure some people when they were younger literally just got told like hey you're, oh, you're coming oh yo, that's crazy it's like they needed people like yo it's a, it's a world war like the how do you stop that without? do you ever do you ever hear the the scooby-doo theory no bro so there's a theory that the characters in scooby-doo yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a theory that the characters in scooby-doo are actually people that avoided the draft they're they're oh. the kids that were like fuck that i'm not going to the vietnam war and then mm. they just decided to like cross country run away from from their draft because if wow. you think about if you think about it, it's set in what in like the 70s 80s right yeah, something like along uh, along that area or like during the time of the vietnam war yeah like it, it was set along that area like it wasn't anything recent like it's yeah set in the old, like look at the van yeah the that's van, why they have the, the hippie shit old. right like they got all the hippie stuff going you know how scooby and shaggy like what they're expected to yeah be they, they're literally hippies yeah right? like it, it's expected that's the era and like yeah that that would make they're traveling that makes they're sense, traveling right? they're keeping they're on the move I, you don't see them in a in no crib mm-hmm. and there's another theory that says like the reason every single place they go to whether it's haunted by like somebody there like an owner the mm-hmm. past owner is because it's set in economic depression that's why the owners are like haunting their old place of work oh. because they no longer work there they went bankrupt and they're like Fuck it i'm just gonna like haunt everybody that yeah, comes here I'm, I'm gonna make sure that this day this stuff stays closed essentially mm-hmm. kind of. it was like payback on the people that bought their shit yeah oh my god crazy that is crazy <laughs> it kind of it kind of lines up right it kind of lines up no it does it does it makes sense and it's like all those old cartoons especially like scooby-doo and stuff there's mm-hmm. so much untapped stuff in there that probably so many people don't like don't recognize yeah it's just one of those cartoons it's the same thing with like the simpsons oh man the simpsons bro the simpsons has <laughs> too much but it's like one of those things where it's like who knows what else is in there simpsons is kind of turning into marvel though like what we were talking about with how they're predicting stuff oh yeah for sure i, I definitely could see that happening and with stanley um sadly passing too mm-hmm. we can't even like testify now like there's no way to like no he made the comics he's the one that's saying all this stuff and okay so well what, what do you think about things. what do you think about people changing stanley's vision because obviously stanley passed away yeah and then it's not like it's not it's not like you can pull up anything else from what he's already made so there's going to be a time where it catches up with the new shit and then they have to make new shit. What do you think about changing things? It, it really depends in my opinion. Like 
I think changing characters' personality and stuff, mm-hmm. it like they did it to Thor already. Like they, he's yeah. changed, and that was sick. That was yeah, sick. No, Thor's change was amazing. I loved it. Like when he went from like this hardcore like superhero from his first movie to like Thor Ragnarok, where mm-hmm. he's like this chilled out comedian kind of deal. It was amazing. I loved yeah. Thor. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok's one of my favorite like Marvel movies just because it's so entertaining. But when you're changing like a character's whole image or mm-hmm. vision as a character that's a little different but what they're doing now where they're giving like subtle like changes and stuff i'm okay with but i definitely think they need to watch what they change yeah they can't everything change so much. far they can't is like much. okay yeah. I, I don't find anything wrong with so far like i think it's fine but if they start changing like spider-man's like identity in a sense on what he does and what he's using for example because spider-man's probably gonna be one of the ones that continues mm-hmm. um if they start changing too much about him that's gonna be kind of stepping the line yeah, I think. yeah yeah like we already know who he is we just need to expand him into the current marvel universe and just see how that goes keep mm-hmm. him who he is I, I can't wait to see where they go into it because like they're doing like the I, multiverse shit, i right? want to be a young tony stark like that's yeah. honestly all i want from uh peter parker it's just i want to see him become a young tony stark that's mm. it because i'd love to see him fill in tony's shoes yeah, that, that, yeah. that's what i want to see and you already saw it with the last movie where he's kind of like where happy looks back and he's putting on like the glove like tony stark did mm-hmm. when he first built iron man in his like crib and it's like oh that's yeah. a little sad <laughs> like i know my mom would definitely be upset when she saw that because she loved iron man yo so. whenever i think of stuff like that i always think about for example you know will smith mm-hmm. and and his son jaden smith when you're born into a family like that like high of a stature is will smith you know what i mean yeah. and then you follow down kind of his path of like music and entertainment it's so hard to like live up to that that name so hard to live up to fill their shoes. That's almost like anything though, in the same sense, because like if you're born into a lifestyle that is extravagant for Ronaldo's mm-hmm. son, for example, yeah, you know what how he's the f- de- <laughs> how is he supposed to like deal with the pressure that he's mm-hmm. going to have to deal with having Ronaldo Jr. essentially on his back? Yeah. Cause he's going to definitely play in the league. Mm-hmm. No chance about it. He's going to play soccer wherever he's going to play. But it's like, how do you keep up people's expectations? And I think at this point you don't, yeah, you don't, you can't, you can't, there's way too many people that expect, greatness out of so many people you look at sports and mm. it's like like Bronny, Bronny exactly. and, and lebron they, they, it's expected to be greatness and it's like yo let him be who he's gonna be because at the same time we don't know yeah like no one's gonna be a copy like sure everyone expects like the son of whatever to be better than the father mm. like that's usually how it goes in yeah. history like you can even see now it's like sports are way more i guess athletic looking Mm-hmm. obviously we can't actually put like an older athlete to a new athlete sports has changed because like it, we have better changed. technology yeah. we have better strategies everything's been tried and tested and there's no way to tell who knows maybe wilt chamberlain you put him in the league now he does the same numbers he did before. yeah who knows we'll, we'll, never, know. Know. we'll never know it's always going to be like a conversation topic but mm-hmm. we'll never fully know we don't have a way to prove it we can't bring him back into the league Yo, have you watched um, Old Boy? No, I haven't. Yo, Old Boy's like one of my top 10 movies all time, fam. So I, I went on Reddit before yeah, yeah. and I was looking for like top plot twist movies. <laughs> yeah. Fam, this had the, one of the craziest plot twists ever. Really? Yeah. Okay, don't spoil it. How can I watch it? I actually used NordVPN to stream it. So I, I switched my country okay. location on Netflix yeah. using NordVPN. So I switched it to South Korea oh, and then yeah. I can watch all of those South Korean movies. Yeah, because there's some movies that I can't watch because it's in different countries. Yeah, right? that's so, what sucks. So NordVPN doesn't 
have no restrictions. No, saying. so you use that, and then you can watch movies from any location you want. What? And you can access all of those countries' Netflixes. Oh, bless. Wait, so it's a VPN, right? Yeah. So so I can use it for any, like, cybersecurity things? Yeah, so whenever you travel, yeah, whenever yeah. you go to public areas Bro. and use the public Wi-Fi, yeah. that's, like, a hotbed for hackers. Fam, it's known for getting, like, your phone's gonna get hacked. Yeah, yeah. So you can use NordVPN to protect yourself and hide your IP address. No way. Yeah. Okay, so I'm safe when I have that on. Exactly, okay. bro. Cool. NordVPN got you. Like got you. <laughs> Shout out to our sponsor, NordVPN. You guys can use our discount code, code JUMPERS, and you guys can get a two-year plan with a bonus gift and a huge discount. And there's a 30-day money-back guarantee if NordVPN doesn't work out for you. It goes with, like, everyone's expectations now. They expect every new thing to be greatness. Yeah. They don't want any sort of error. And I, I think that's the biggest problem with right now is, like, you throw someone new, you throw this prospect into the league, for example, mm -hmm. and whatever league, baseball, basketball, soccer, hockey, whatever it is, you throw them into the league with a big name, people are only going to expect greatness and no mistakes. Yeah, that's fact. You'll though. have the few people who are like, oh, he's a rookie, don't worry about it. And then you'll have everyone else who's like, but he's supposed to be great. Yeah. It's like, okay, give him a chance and he could be great, but like you're putting all this pressure and on that, him. How do you expect him to play? That's what sucks because it's like, what if that kind of pressure is their downfall? Exactly. Right? I think that happens to a lot of players, too. Mm -hmm. especially right now with all the social media. You have one mistake. If you, like right now for Euros, do you yeah. follow Six Buzz and stuff and all those accounts? Kind of no? sometimes, yeah. So right now with Euros example, mm -hmm. they post everything. Mm. They post everything that's going on. Italy wins, they post it. They Spain wins, they post it. Yeah. Any team right now that wins, they post it. You have one big blunder in an important game. You can bet yourself it's getting posted somewhere. Yeah, facts. And millions and millions. If it's Euros, probably billions of people will see it. See that that fair. pressure of like everybody sees you. It's it's it, it's not the same as like back in the day. No, it's not. Back in the day you'll not. get like the radio, you'll get like the the newspaper, but now you'll literally get like even if you you're on the bleachers fam. 4K <laughs> Ever. Like Even if you're on the bleachers <laughs> doing something dumb, they'll catch you, bro. And that's the thing. It's like, uh, oh, I, I did see a kid actually who who was posted up in. Uh, I think it was like an Italy. It was an Italy game, and they were wearing a Germany jersey, and Germany yeah. <laughs> Germany was not playing, and they're already out. And they're just chilling. <laughs> they're just chilling in the stands with Germany jersey on. I'm like. What are you doing? <laughs> like, at least wear like one of the teams. I don't care who you support, but like, at least wear one of them. Why yeah. Germany? They're not even playing. <laughs> it's just one of those things. But it's like, ugh. and then and then there's all the cheating and stuff too. Oh, and, fuck like, bro. yo, because I feel like you you hear that whole thing with the MLB oh, talking about like the tar. The yeah, I was gonna talk about the, that today actually with the sticky uh, sticky substance rules. Yep. They've been doing it forever. Mm -hmm. Baseball has always been about kind of throwing pitches, getting grip. They do on the bats too. They put tar. And oh, stuff they put on. tar in the bats too. They, they do it so that they can get grip on the ball. They're hitting. Oh, they're hitting like a hundred mile per hour fastball. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's hard enough to kind of get a clean connection. So mm -hmm. they have been putting grip on their bats before, so they can grip the ball a little bit better when they're swinging. Yeah, but now it's this big deal with pitchers because they say it's already. They essentially are saying it's already hard enough to hit a ball. You don't need mm -hmm. all this other shit. And then now people are still complaining and they're not using sticky. Because you know why, bro? It, it's because it's like when one person cheats, yeah. another person follows, right? Yeah. And then when you have this whole lineup of people cheating, mm -hmm. how do you compete? You have to join them. Well, the worst you just part have to do is, the same shit. The worst part is people now. Um, do you know resin? Like the 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 stuff they use at the mound for pitchers? yeah yeah yeah. But there's actually a way to make the ball sticky with resin and sweat, and that's Word. it. They just need to mix sweat from their hair mm. probably into the ball. Like I've seen it done, and you mix it into the ball. You get resin. You apply yeah. it onto the ball. Sticks to your hand. Whoa! I'm not even kidding. And that's not against the rules. Yeah. Because it's just resin and sweat. They don't have any other substance, so mm. they're fine to do that. But people are still getting like. 
oh, check his hat. And mm-hmm. it's like, at this point, it's like, just, I don't know, like, what you want anymore. You guys are already banning stuff and yeah. stuff. It's like, they're just using what they have, and you're still getting checked out. And do you know how annoying that probably is for a pitcher? I know. Being on top of your game, pitching these 95-mile-per-hour curveballs that they can't hit for their life, and just after, like, leaving the mound, they're like, check him. And then the refs go to check you, or the umpires. And it's like, you, you look at the other team, it's like, what do you want? And yeah. you're just kind of, like, taking off your stuff. Like, I'm clean. Mm. I'm going to keep pitching like but this. But that, that's the reality then, because, like, if everybody is cheating, then you got to get checked, too so it's like and i remember watching this um this podcast before they're talking about cheating in mma and how a lot of people they might be on like gear but the type of gear that won't get caught and then it becomes a game of like okay all of these people are using it i guess we have to allow that i mean Mm -hmm. and then if we allow that everybody else that isn't on that is is at a disadvantage yeah so you're like you you hop into the league or you hop into the into the ufc and you want to compete with them everybody's on this shit like I got to do it too. You have to. Like, there, there'd be no way around it. You're at mm-hmm. a complete disadvantage. It's, yeah. That's not even fair to you. And, and th- I'm glad we had a break from a lot of sports too during COVID because it's, I kind of see like a reset almost in a lot of things. Mm. Like, people getting re- like back into it. Like, look at that uh, NBA, for example. Look what yeah, happened yeah, yeah. to like the big teams this year. Crazy. <laughs> it, it was it, crazy. Everything changed. It's, it's the same thing with Euros right now. Yeah. Like, a bunch of these big names are out, but it's like, it's almost like a reset. It's like refreshing to see all these mm-hmm. different like teams and different names kind of like getting a chance in the sun and it's it's nice to see it's almost like a new it's like a new it, league yeah, it looks new, like a new it's league it's a new era essentially yeah. of sports and it's not a bad thing to see i definitely don't mind it it's like even hockey montreal's in the final what's going yeah, on yeah it's that? crazy <laughs> like, like it's crazy it's it's just refreshing to see but one thing i'm going to talk about with sports is yeah yeah there's one sport which uh it's it's a touchy topic for whether or not it's a sport is fishing mm. no fishing's a sport that's a sport i, I have my cousin me and yeah. my, me and my brother and my two cousins were in the car we were driving home one day yeah and they're talking about fishing for some reason. My one cousin goes, it's not a sport. What? And, and then my brother, who's a sponsored angler, yeah. who, who goes to he tournaments and stuff, he got, he's like, how can you, how can you sit? They're talking about for 30 plus minutes in the car. Right. I'm like, can I relax? Like, I want to listen to music. <laughs> but they're arguing about it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so fishing actually has a huge cheating problem. Word. And I think it's something that isn't really touched on that people don't know about. Because there's like million dollar You don't hear a pools. lot about no, it. No, the, there's these million dollar prize pools for fishing tournaments. Yeah. And it's like, people can cheat in that and people don't mm. know like most people don't understand how so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna explain it. how do so, you how do you cheat in so, fishing so one thing people do is they go a lot of times you have pre-fishing and you work the lake beforehand to kind of yeah, like yeah. sort out where fish are what's good spots mm-hmm. so what people will do is they'll get laundry baskets zip ties and plastic Word. so they'll go and they'll go to these big spots catch a massive fish like whatever they're fishing for they'll catch this massive fish put it in the laundry basket mm. zip tie it shut with plastic sink it to the bottom in a certain spot and come back on tournament day for the fish oh and, and then they out. just take and then it they out just take it out and there's no way to catch someone who's cheating and fishing yeah how, how are you gonna, you, how how you gonna, you gonna catch that? oh there's no hook in his mouth well yeah obviously i had to take it out to put him in the line but, like there's no way to tell and they win millions of dollars and there's tournaments worth millions of dollars what the f- that's like crazy. The, i'm pretty sure one of the bigger tournaments last year was like a million dollar prize pool or something like that. And the only way people can get caught, yeah, they actually have to take a lie detector test. Whoa. I'm not even kidding. They have to do lie detector. 
But the thing is, people don't want to accuse people because you get punished if you accuse someone. And oh they yeah, come back clean. Word. So you get. I don't know exactly what. Yeah, like a fine or something. It's, it's probably a fine and like a tournament punishment or whatever. But. Mm. They have these rules against it. It's like, it's scary to test people who are coming up with these big numbers. Cause like, yeah. you don't want to get in shit for it. But if someone's coming up and they're catching these massive fish, they don't even need to finish first to make money. That's a thing. Yeah. Like, Cause yeah. It, it's a tournament. So you have all these different prize pools. They just need to come like fifth for good money or something. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they just need to get a few good fish hidden in there. Fish yeah. for the and, day, I, and then they're fine. hundred percent. There's going to be people that finesse that. You know what I mean? Oh, Their only easy. purpose to be in there easy. is to make the money. See, and I, I wanted to bring this up to you cause I know you've been fishing too for yeah. like, <laughs> like a while like i honestly think we should go on a fishing trip let's though. go bro we, let's we, go we need to go yeah. like somewhere like tropical salt water and just catch oh yeah hawaii big, fam. big game that'd be great <laughs> but uh but anyway yeah it's it's one of these things where it's like there's so much money involved and people don't know or care mm -hmm. i only know about this because my brother is like a, he goes to tournaments he's yeah a he essentially he is a professional fisherman mm -hmm. he's sponsored he has all this stuff that's, I call sick, him professional. that's sick. It, it's dope but otherwise you won't hear about that like no, in social if, media if he wasn't, you know if what he mean? wasn't doing fishing i would never have known yeah about me that. yeah I would have been like, what? Like, if I heard about that, like, how's that thing? How's that possible? But it's, it's a problem. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where it's like, it happens in every sport where there's something on the side that no one knows about. Yeah. And it kind of opens up my eyes at a sense. It's like, something like this could be happening in other tournaments or other, like, sport events that we don't know about that we actually can't see. Oh, for sure, bro. And, it's and like, you heard you heard those things about before in the World Cup where, like, Brazil did some shit with the mob. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like... like fix the games or even because brazil's scary yeah brazil is like has like a lot of power mm -hmm. in dangerous places not like the country itself but there's just scary people in brazil and that's yeah, just how it, the people in power are the criminals and and that's the thing it's it's sketchy so when the brazil tournament happened it's like i'm pretty sure brazil's like killed referees and stuff too mm -hmm. like all this other stuff yeah like, it happens where there are people who have such a high control in the area who have control of like whatever it is guns weapons mm. drugs like whatever it is they just have power and yeah. they go and they can influence all these other people and because they have all this money from whatever they're doing that's illegal essentially they can pay off or do whatever they need to and it's like how do you how do you compete how do you, with that bro yeah, like because when you have no all way. that money to pay people off it's like they can't say it's just like fixing fights and shit yeah if you're gonna pay yo that's why there's a theory like jake paul is low-key fixing his fights by paying these fighters really uh, big big Purses. I, I honestly think Jake Paul isn't that bad of a boxer. No, no, fair. he's good. He's he, good. He is. He is a pretty solid boxer. Seeing him fight, like compared to everyone else, like yeah. I've seen, like the YouTubers, the TikTokers, all that. Other stuff. Jake Paul actually looks like he could throw hands. Oh, for sure. Like for 100%. sure. He's skilled. He can throw punches. But at the same time, it's like he can he, box. He's but... gonna get screwed up by an actual boxer. I feel like, like if once he versus someone who's around the same age in the boxing league, I don't mm -hmm. think. I think he's very smart for building his name the way he is. I think he's super smart. With choosing his fighters yeah. currently but that's Insanely. the businessman in him yeah. you know that's a businessman in him it's crazy like the names he's getting mm -hmm. that will be good competition for him in a sense but he can probably win against for these fights that will get attention to him like he's picking like ben Askren was what olympic champion mma champion. yeah but like, he wasn't a boxer but, he, but he didn't throw it hands it like that it doesn't even matter it's just his boxer. name it's his name and the, the association to the ufc he is a champion fighter mm -hmm. in the Olympics and the UFC, and you're boxing with yeah. him. That's gonna get attention from mm -hmm. anyone. It's facts, though. It's facts. And well, one of the thing is too is like he knocked him out. Yeah. To be fair, a lot of people don't want me to say that, and I know that's probably true. But no, you, I I think he full he, he legit knocked him out at the replay. That wasn't. I didn't think that he, was like fake. He stopped moving and just fell over. You can't fake mm -hmm. the way he fell. Like as much as you you could probably practice that. 
and you'd have to be a top tier actor to fake yeah what he did <laughs> i just i don't understand that but like and then there's the question of okay what if it's fixed what if it's fixed and that's but i thing. don't i personally don't think it's fixed but it's not too hard to believe especially because we've seen it before in professional boxing mm-hmm. right it and wouldn't be hard to believe he's got so much if he money. got paid so much more money yeah. like okay i'll give you another in hundred fifty thousand, just drop in the first round. Yours. That's all you have to do, bro. He doesn't care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ben Ashkin doesn't care. No, this, this, he's. It's not like he's ruining his legacy boxing him. You know what I mean, no, he's no not shot. even. I don't even think he's fighting. He's not fighting no more. No, he's not. He's retired. He's retired. Yeah. So. Fully. Bro, all he's looking for is a paycheck. If you give him more money, sure, why not? I'll yeah. drop for you, right? And, but that's the thing. I also, I think it's a little, If I don't know if he's playing off, paying off. If he was, I don't know if he's paying off the boxers or the referees. Because I think that fight could have gone on. I think mm. he could, Ben Askren like, lost it when he was falling, but kind of got back But up he would have lost. He would have lost, period. He would have lost, period. Yeah. But I also think it's like a little bit of like stuff going on behind the scenes. Not even just with players, but with like, mm. all referees and stuff. If that were a thing. I yeah. still think he knocked him out. It was a clean hit. And he does, he definitely was like knocking him out there and if he wasn't done there it, he would have won eventually oh for sure for sure but it's just one of those things it's like i was like surprised that it got called when boxing's usually like 10 count yeah like where's the 10 count just because he fell over doesn't mean like fight's over like mm-hmm. we're not calling it there what because he's retired during let him off easy come on yeah i know that's like, true <laughs> he's signing up to box like let mm, him box yeah but. speaking of like cheating and boxing too have you seen those boxes that put like plaster in their gloves oh yeah Bro. that's bad that's just like you're playing Dude, with somebody's life there that's scary i don't get people who do that i can't understand boxers who actually like pad their gloves as mm. anything like that oh my god it's terrifying you're fighting someone it's not like you're playing hockey and or baseball and you have a corked bat so you can yeah. smack it it's, farther it's different because you're playing with someone's health you're literally possibly giving the other person serious damage that could affect them forever For le- yeah and you're okay with that just because you want some money or a title it's that's up, not it's messed up people's desire to win i understand but it gets to a point where it's like you need to relax mm. like you need to seriously think about what you're doing that's when a serious line is drawn yeah because it's like it's not even for a game it's not a game because fighting isn't even a game you can't play boxing you don't play fighting fighting. is a competition between Mm. fighters yeah it's not a game it's not like i i'm gonna say baseball hockey soccer all that stuff is considered a game fighting you can't call a game you are two guys that are just fighting in a ring to see who wins it's a true i feel like in my opinion it's almost like fighting is is the true competition and it's it's a competition that's been around for the beginning of man for the beginning literally since, since the gladiators yeah right? like it's just it's essentially the same concept it's like you go to rome you watch two gladiators duke it out you good like mm. they're actually playing for each other's lives so that was a little different because yeah. they're actually trying to just like kill each other they're like hey if i win i get bare bread and i get to go to the brothel you're you're going down <laughs> yo you, you know what's crazy though like, if you think about it those sword fights and those like gladiator fights yeah in the movies we see it it lasts like let's say like a minute or two right in real life that shit would last like two seconds bro it's not that long no (laughs) shot i don't i don't believe that like like, swords bro you just uh, get hit once you're done i mean i don't doubt that they're probably very skilled you can probably go back and find records of like Mm. gladiators that like lasted like forever like or maybe yeah yeah, um, yeah. like amazingly long runs in fights like they maybe had they like 13 wins in their career and then then they died or something for example i believe that but i don't believe the fights are going on they're parrying they're throwing swords everywhere then they start fist fighting it's like no shot because <laughs> you have to keep in mind like even a boxing fight two professional boxers they'll still get hit you're gonna yeah, get hit they're period. still getting hit like, you, it, there's no there's no fighter that doesn't get hit you mm-hmm. get hit it's part of the game yeah so imagine that but with deadly weapons 
it's over. It's <laughs> done. It's like, done. You put obviously that's not gonna happen in this day and age. But mm. you put anyone from this day and age in that, they're not moving after they get slashed Bro. once like that. Are you crazy? It doesn't matter who you are. That's you can what, put that, anyone in there. It's over. That's why it's so crazy. I I, I look into the the samurai a lot, right? The mm -hmm. bushido. Yeah. Bro, they literally train their whole life to become a warrior and then fight the opposing the opposing samurai. And that's their whole life is doing that. The samurai were made to honor like the emperor or whoever in higher power and fight for them, bro. It's it's literally just it's just like a soldier, but during that during that era, they didn't have no guns. You're fighting with swords, fam. See, you're fighting with crazy. Swords. You get your arm chopped off, your head chopped. It's over. <laughs> it's, it's, it's brutal. It's, it's brutal. Over and yeah, it's brutal. That's actually the, really the only way to describe it. Mm -hmm. Is like we look back at it now and like even nowadays, like even fighting like anything regarding like weapons and stuff, like it, it's brutal. It's terrible. But at the same time, it's like people would literally go into battle, get their arm chopped off, pick up their sword again, and try and swing for as long yeah. as they can before they pass out. <laughs> Crazy, man. It's like nowadays, like we have medical teams and stuff that actually mm. like help you. But back then it's kind of like, okay, you're done. You're done. That's it. You, you lost that. Do what you can and just drop. Yeah. <laughs> like, like It's over. <laughs> just the morals and like all these ethics and stuff that change over the years. Obviously it's expected, mm. but it's so crazy to see how like, yo, ha have you seen, um, have you seen bare knuckle boxing? Have you oh, seen that? Wait, yeah, 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 yeah. So they fight bare knuckle. The only thing that's wrapped is, is their wrist. wrist yeah. To keep the support. But that, that's messed up. Bro, you know, uh, blue face is fighting. No. Blue face is is fighting like this next TikToker in a bare knuckle fight. See, that's just a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no, there's no way to go about. It. That's just a bad decision. That's when you don't care about your health. <laughs> like, that's actually when you've officially said, like, yeah, I'm doing me. I don't care no more. It's bro, like, a fist is hard. It hurts. It's bro. literally it's bone, bro. People don't realize that. It's like, yeah, sure, boxing is one thing with gloves, but like, they don't realize what it's like to just bare knuckle. Like mm. with your fist, it's oh my god. Like I remember, I used to what's it called when I was doing kickboxing. I would condition. Yeah. I would put my gloves on and I just hit the concrete wall in the basement Word. for conditioning. Yeah, to like work on my knuckles. Um, because it helps. Like it really mm. does. It hurts when you punch anything bare hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not a good feeling. That's what the Thais do in Thailand when they're training. Just hit the hit concrete. They, just, they fucking they 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 hit concrete. They hit trees. They hit sand. Actually, they condition their bones. <laughs> I had I had a crazy instructor. His name was Bart. Okay, yeah. I forever call him crazy. He was he was doing kickboxing with like broken toes, all this Word. other. He didn't care. Damn. Every time before sessions, we would go in, he'd grab this bamboo tree mm. and just kick it with his shins. Yeah. It was a small one, just a big wooden, like thick <laughs> wooden tree. Just kick it full force Damn. before everything. I'm like, bro, you good? He's like, yeah, it's just warm up. And this was like one of the first times I'm like going. So I'm looking at him like, is it that hard here? <laughs> Am I good? Because <laughs> yo, he, he if you chill. train it enough, if you train it enough, you get to that level yeah, of like, and it's crazy. I don't feel nothing. I don't understand how people. It's the same thing with like that one guy who mm -hmm. braves the cold. That one like. Uh, oh yeah, you know I know what you're guy? talking about. He was and on he Discovery. Tra he trained his body to deal with freezing temperatures, and he's got no problem. That's crazy, I'm like, bro. How do you get to that point? He, even David Blaine. David yeah, Blaine. David was, Blaine. Yeah, he was in the ice. Exactly. I actually saw that today on. I think it popped up on my Instagram of yeah. him doing like the ice thing, or him even going underwater too. Mm -hmm. It's like, how do you train your the human body to be able to do? something like that it's not even just like physical it's mental at that yeah point. for sure it's like how do you become so calm and so trained mentally that you no longer feel this and every time every time it. i see something like that it's so spectacular to me because it's like damn that's that's it, real art or it's that's like so different that's such a crazy especially when you just watch someone that's really really good at mm -hmm. what they do yeah like whether it be like a fighter that's really good at yeah. fighting whether it be like an art 
artist that's really good at painting, a it's, singer that really good at their craft, at their art. Yeah, yeah. Bro, there's something there's something just watching like a professional do their shit. Nobody else can do it like them. Exactly. I mean? And it's like it's so inspiring at the same time it's so like it's mesmerizing to see. Not only that, it's like the specifically the guy who braves the cold, who mm. who does all that stuff, who climbed Mount Everest in his boxers or something crazy yeah. like that. He looks like an average guy. Mm. There is nothing like definitive about him to tell you like, "Oh, I've conquered my body's like problem with the cold yeah. and altitude." It's like it just looks like a normal person and it almost kind of gives people hope in a mm-hmm. sense too. It shows some like potential. It's like I can do this, so can you. Exactly. I'm no one special. It's yeah. I'm not born from this governor, this fighter, or this athlete or mm. any. I'm not I didn't have like this big name. I'm just me and I did this and so can you kind of deal and it gives everyone this like wow it's amazing. Inspiring. It's, yeah. it's, motiv- it's motivational, bro. And it shows you it's like that's something extreme. Yeah. So that shows the people who have these little goals that they can do their thing too. Exactly. Yeah. It, Go going back to what we were talking about before with the goals, like bro, these people show that everything can be done. Exactly. And extreme feats can be conquered as long as you have the willpower you have the mindset and you have the passion to do it if you really want to go do something you can achieve the impossible everything is impossible until it's not well i mean one thing i'll say i say this in the discord too to a lot of the guys because they talk mm-hmm. about they're like oh where'd carlos get the idea to like start the podcast and stuff and i always tell them i'm like he always was doing stuff when even when in high school you talked about this before yeah. with all your like little side hustles and mm-hmm. stuff i also told um some of them about those side hustles like oh he used to sell this he used to do this yeah uh, <laughs> like, like, like the stickers oh like, yeah the like, stickers like, like, too the, stickers, <laughs> the sticker side hustle that one is actually kind of nice i did mm. i did like that but i told them i'm like it's always about having this drive for to do something and mm-hmm. being the best you can be and having all these dreams laid out and having a plan and manifesting all that because i remember even in high school and stuff mm-hmm. you and gavin specifically were always mm. like we're gonna be famous mm. kind of <laughs> deal like you always had that mindset obviously me and the guys like we always be like okay you gotta have that drive you though. You have to have this passion and manifestation to want to do something. Otherwise, you can't let life just run by it. Because mm-hmm. if you're not doing anything about it, it's not gonna happen. You have exactly. to drive yourself to do something to make whatever you want come true. Mm-hmm. Sure, you see all these stories of like cartoon or fiction stories of like this guy that runs into like this big bank guy, saves his life yeah, or whatever, yeah. becomes this next head firm or something of an industry. It's like that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe to one in a million people or one in a billion people who knows but you need to be able to set stuff up and prepare yourself for everything that life will throw at you to mm. build what you want to exactly build. like you have the power to do everything one of my biggest inspirations ever kanye west bro and a lot of people they consider kanye such an egotistical person right oh yeah which is true no which is I, true. I agree with that yeah yeah but i feel like that might be the secret it, to how he's so successful it's definitely one of the reasons believing in yourself and knowing in who you are helps give him the confidence to do whatever he needs to do for himself to build because literally the only thing that's holding us back from achieving other things is just our own mindset it's literally like what you think you can't do is what you can't do if you think you can do it you can do it just look at Kanye. he literally thinks he can do everything anything he wanted anything he does he goes out there and finds crazy success with it crazy success even if it's with shit like you wouldn't think would work mm-hmm. he makes it work because he believes in himself well i mean and not even that it's like he talks about all this stuff too and it's like a lot of his goals are actually like respect like understandable like remember when he said originally like um with his shoe stuff yeah like he originally he was talking about like wanting some stuff to be affordable and mm-hmm. being out there for like everyone to purchase not just being even like Shaq too yeah 
yeah, yeah. shock shoes. Like people clown on him for his shoes, but he's like, I have sold millions of dollars of shoes to kids who can't afford. Like it's all so this true stuff. though, and it's like he doesn't care about like this name or anything. He has a reason, and he's pursuing his reason, mm-hmm. and because of that, it's working. Like yeah, he's doing bro. what he can with his name to make it better for like what he believes in. Exactly. Like with Shaq, he's he's giving the kids with not a lot of money, with not a lot of wealth to buy. He gives them shoes yeah. that are affordable. Exactly. And they still look okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. even even though it's not, like, the most hype or no. you don't get the most, like, respect from it, it's still there for them. And Shaq was that person to and, give it and to And looking them. back now, I feel bad for clowning people with shoes. I like, know. Like, looking back at it now, now that, like, we're older, we're out of high school, it's been a few years now, looking back at it, like, Yeah. Damn. No, it's so true. It's like, so why, true. Why do we have to do that to people? Because like, you know why? It's, it's because we've been so brainwashed to think like that. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. That's... A, that's a problem with social media in mm-hmm. general. It yeah. just it forces you to think certain ways and do these all these different things. Whether, We're celebrating the wrong things. Yeah, exactly. Or even like cancel culture, for mm-hmm. example. Oh my god, I was so mad at cancel culture Bro, when it started happening. It, it, it's almost like there are some things that like okay, I get it. Yeah, but there are some things where it's like it ha- like it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like it happened like what like twenty five years ago now. But do you, do you think it's it's a matter of fact that people are getting more sensitive, or do you think it's a matter of fact that people just have a voice now? What do you think it is? I think it's a mixture of both of those because mm-hmm. I do believe that like nowadays people are getting a little bit more sensitive. Mm-hmm. There, there, I are, think so too. there are a lot more topics that people are like, I don't want you to talk about. Whereas you go back and you go look on YouTube and you go, the misfits are a good example. Do you know those guys, the Aussie guy on YouTube? I, they I don't, seen, they seen don't bit, yeah. care. They say whatever mm-hmm. they want and they still got a massive following and make tons of money on YouTube. Yeah. And they say all this stuff that like other people can't get away with. And it's because they're, they, they've been doing it forever. And they're mm-hmm. at the point where like you can't even cancel them. Exactly. And, and they say all this stuff. It's like, Honestly, I'm surprised you're getting away with it now. Like, it still blows my mind. But it's mm-hmm. it's just one of these things where it's like people have grown to realize like, hey, I don't want I don't want any more of this stuff said. I don't like it anymore. And people are getting a personality change from that. It's like, oh, I have my voice. So now I can officially speak, even though they were laughing about it probably a few years ago. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think the voice that people are getting is changing people's opinions on stuff and making them more sensitive. Oh, for sure. Bro. I think that's more or less what it is mm. too. I don't think it's just people are getting more sensitive. I think the way society is changing is forcing people to think more sensitively. And mm. their original opinions, like say, say you have some guy watching a YouTuber who makes like dark humor jokes, for example. Yeah. And they've been watching them for like four years or the first two years they liked it. And they mm. were laughing, for example. And then all this stuff changes. And the last year, they're kind of like, now, now we can't I, now, allow it. Now we can't, now it can't be a thing. It's like, but what changed? Yeah. Like you're still you as a person so what changed your opinion there it's, it's, it's just the outside influence it's just the, yeah. everybody together now because i always preach like there's something with a lot of people hold a lot more power together mm. rather than just one person alone no, and, and, which is and so true it's true like you go you can do your own thing whatever you want and you can complain about like say say a small person complains about how their work treats them or whatever yeah like sure that's whatever most people are going to blow by it but when you have a whole bunch of people complaining about celebrity then you have power now yeah and people are like oh my god yeah that's so true and then other people join in and then other people realize some people don't even know what it is and they tweet out and they get me too it's just one of those things it's like yeah once people have power with population mm-hmm. and the amount of numbers that they have retweeting or doing their thing it's like they, unstoppable then they can start getting away with stuff with it too because yeah. most of the people will see it see a brief tweet about it for example and then say oh this is facts yeah and i think people are also a little bit too gullible but um we'll leave that as is um <laughs> but all this stuff happened and then boom like they've got this massive number some of them don't even know what they're talking about mm-hmm. they're just doing for it because it's trending for example and then it blows out proportion and, and then now i don't even know where the fuck 
like society is headed anymore because i don't like the, the I, I i don't i don't yeah i don't like the I don't trend. Like trend i don't i don't like where i see it going neither do i i you know really I mean? don't i don't mind like a lot of, like the social aspect with like um instagram t- like even tiktok youtube mm-hmm. all that stuff where people are growing right now and a yeah. lot more people are viewing stuff but the sure negative that, shit is the negative stuff i can't stand yeah. i hate i hate going on like i hate going on instagram for example and seeing all this negative stuff being posted mm-hmm. and i'm just like man that's not what we want to see but what sucks You're is we feed into this behavior it. Yeah. With it. And then that causes more backlash and more interest. It's like, let's just, if it's bad stuff, let's keep it on a topic where it won't influence people who don't need to see it. For mm-hmm. it. It's like, grow it within your community, for example. If you have something bad happening in your community, grow it in there. And if you can do something with it in your community, perfect. If you can't, then you can expand yeah, it. And do, try and deal with stuff so you're not going to influence everyone else to cause more drama with certain examples. Because some people see it and some people think, oh, I can do that. Yeah. It also mm-hmm. encourages bad behavior. Like it's not just like you see all these videos of like kids like talking bad to their parents, for mm-hmm. example, and you see that. And then people start thinking, oh, this is a common thing. Because it's celebrated. Because yeah. it's celebrated. Look at like the Cash Me Outside girl. I mean, she <laughs> yeah. was the first one and all of a sudden there's oh. all these other girls that are doing the same shit. Exactly. And then people fall into that market now, give them attention, and then it's a booming business. It's not that I don't think that bad stuff should be posted or or like bring awareness to i think it needs to be taken to a different level where it's not going to encourage people yeah because that's the problem everything that we do and post that is bad encourages someone exactly and it's not it's, it's not what we're looking for it's a level of like awareness you have to understand like bro this is this is the outcome of what we see now mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if we if we keep bigging that up then we're changing the society now like this is what this is the outcome exactly if you if you keep promoting like all this negative shit what do you think society's gonna be negative shit it's gonna be the same thing exactly it's not gonna change and and that's why cancel culture bothers me because you bring up all these other things other people see it and then there's always gonna be the few people that be like oh Mm -hmm. this guy got away with it i'm gonna do it yeah kind of deal or they can get away with it so i'll do it or other people then will see like oh this guy's getting canceled um maybe i should like change some of my stuff and then you change like people's like personality too for certain things Mm -hmm. it's like oh i should be more aware of like some of the stuff he could be saying everything perfectly fine before but now you're changing the way he is broadcasting himself for just because of one thing because of one thing that he sees and he gets scared yeah like people have to understand that it's it is a there are again i hate talking like this because it's it's hard to be general because there's so many different situations situations that go on that deserve to be posted i get that but there are some things where it's like it's like old games or something getting brought up for Mm -hmm. example it's like someone plays an old game on youtube or what ever and it's like it's like the modern warfare 2 mission yeah now you you try you play, can't put that shit you, in the you game can't anymore. put that shit anywhere like you try doing a mission like the one that in again, the airport yeah, yeah yeah you try doing that again your game's getting canceled forever mm-hmm. like you're not playing that but like that's an example of kind of being like sent, obviously that game that mission did get banned in countries yeah, like that, yeah that, it true. wasn't okay don't get me wrong but like you do anything like that now it's not even pl- it's not getting off the shelf yeah it, it's a completely different kind of like concept like that was bad but at the same time it's like why wasn't it bad before in a mm-hmm. sense into the same sense no that's so now. true it's so it, it's true weird yeah why wasn't it bad before then yeah you know I mean? and why was i allowed to play that mission when it came out in mm-hmm. canada the states wherever i think it was banned like russia china like some other countries um which was smart to be yeah. fair it's a bad mission but it's like what change to basically would cause that to be bad now in like, my opinion bro like we should just leave the shit in the past in the past i mean we shouldn't cancel it but if you dislike it then just leave it in the past yeah you don't have to bring it back up and make a big deal about it no 
Sure, right. that shit's not good for you, but like that is in the past. That that happened when everybody's mindset was different. If it happens, leave it in the past. Now, then obviously, you yeah, can bring then it's it then it's different. It, we're in a world now where people are aware of things and yeah. people are saying things. But people just want to get excited about something. Like, Yo, look at this shit. That's not good. You know what I mean? They want to be trending. Yeah, exactly. They just want to cause a rise out it, of something. It, it's so like, oh my. But yeah, God. that's why you just gotta just preach the positive instead. I agree. You, like you the gotta, negative shit. And this is why, like, like you say, I'll go stream or something, and like I had. I had a bad day or something. I'm not going to talk about my bad day. I'm going to be, it was all right. I had work, blah, yeah. blah, this and that. Cause I don't want people thinking about negative stuff. I want them to enjoy something. Exactly. Like, like if I'm streaming and I'm having like a bad day or something, I'm doing that because I want to have fun with the streaming. I'm mm -hmm. not going to talk about like, Oh yeah. Like today, like I had a crummy day. I like a terrible day at work. I know. Like, I'm not going to talk about that stuff. Cause, cause everyone, the energy you give off goes it, to them. Exactly. And it's the same thing with any other social media platform. If you're mm -hmm. not giving off, off good vibes or good energy throughout like your day and stuff if you're using it then what do you expect to like come from your followers yeah. you're gonna it's almost like the dream uh fans Mm -hmm. Like for some reason they're all like dream this dream that yeah, you know yeah. dream yeah, yeah. yeah they're all like all this all that and at the same time it's like how does that happen like how do you have these such loyal people that they almost act negatively I know in the same sense it's like I I can never imagine like if I had like say even the jumpers imagine mm -hmm. if they became negative like that would break my heart bro I would be I'd be like I'd be like what's going on yeah I, how did this happen like it was a like everything was going fine what mm -hmm. what changed like it would confuse me so much I don't understand how people get to the point where it's like being negative to defend someone yeah you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. like you don't need to do that in any way shape or form if that's a big topic yeah i'll say that just more of that conversation is just and leave the negative shit out yeah 100%. continue with your good shit because whatever you take on let's say you take on negative energy if you give it out to the next person what do you think he's gonna do he's gonna give it out to the next person then it's this constant chain effect of like shitty shit happening shitty shit happening exactly. now i'm in this mindset of oh shitty shit then it's gonna go to the next person then more stuff's gonna pile on top of that and then what happens you gotta be that roadblock fucking change the lane and make it a positive move you have to give be it a positive vibe of the people around you and mm -hmm. also what everyone else is going through and just because one person treated you bad doesn't mm. mean that you have to expect it from the next person and maybe treat them exactly bad. and that and that's how it goes it's it goes like, both ways it, no matter what i'm doing i always try to keep a like a happy attitude yeah. don't be like pleased with how i'm treating them it's like this is supposed mm -hmm. to be normal when did we get to the point where how i'm treating someone isn't normal anymore yeah i know like how is it that I'm being the highlight of someone's day at work? That's that's sad. That's sad. And it's messed that's up. That's why you have to change it. That's why there's there's space to improve. You know what I mean? I agree. There's space to improve. There, there's and space that's, to change like everything. And shit, I if just... I can if I can tell that to other people, I will. So I can see a change. Exactly. You know what I mean? All right, bro. Thanks for coming in though. No problem. That was some real deep talks. I appreciate I it, bro. Always. Um, you wanna make any announcements? Honestly, I'm gonna say this here. Yeah. I wanna do a VR stream with you. Okay, bet we'll <laughs> we, do we it. We'll to, do we it. We need to organize it because we talked about it so long yeah. ago. We need to organize We're it. Gonna so. it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do hundred percent. But yeah, um, if you guys haven't checked out our vlogs, link in the bio. I'm gonna be posting more on my main channel, so check that out. And yeah, jumpers jump out.